What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the b e Project, where we're here to help you break and enter into the creative world by discussing the latest tech and topics of 2019. You know, kind of bummed about that logo thing. I have to redo it all. Yeah. Oh, it'll, it'll all come together. It's just like us learning. <clears throat> new tricks today <laughs> yeah new tricks new, new trick friday messing with the lens and then messing with uh audio yep audio sounds good now yeah ho- hopefully we've got the got the audio dialed in now and then we're going to do one of those real soon is about the audio and mm-hmm. the importance and hopefully we can you know save everybody some uh some trials and errors trials and tribulations Tri- trials and tribulations on, on the how, sound <laughs> on how to get it get it done right but i think today yep. a good topic for us to hit would be since you just recently had a photo shoot yeah we can talk about some of the work that went involved in in to getting ready for that photo shoot yeah you scouted with me mm-hmm. it was a good time yeah a lot of people just think oh I'm going to post a few pictures up on the gram and, you know, somebody's going to see it and they're going to message me and then we're going to go out and they're going to pay me lots of money. And, yep. and then we're just going to make magic happen while we're out there. Yeah. Um, although I think that that's some people can do that. You, mm-hmm. you can have that just raw talent where you can just show up and bam, get yeah. some, get some killer shots. But for, for those of us who like to plan, mm-hmm. um, walk us through kind of what, what, what your setup was. Yeah, so uh, in lifestyle shooting and things uh, like that, and and every shot that you take has a location, so it's not just lifestyle shots. But for that specific shoot, uh, we were doing um, lifestyle, and I don't think you had ever done a lifestyle before, Mm -hmm. right? Shot, and it's a little uh, um, thing, not little thing, but people like taking uh, professional photos of their lifestyle. Like, hey, this is me walking. This is how I look sitting on a bench and I'm super cool. And I like shooting those photos and getting the angles and capturing like the best version of someone while they're out and about. Yeah, I just I not only have I never taken those kind of photos before, you were like, yeah, I'm doing lifestyle photos. And I'm like, well. What is this lifestyle you speak of? Like, what does this mean? And you're like, you know, just lifestyle photos. And yeah. so I think, I think for those, because it took a second to actually get it across to me, you know, re- what, what is a lifestyle photo? Like, yeah, just, just in motion, in everyday motion, shots, every day so, living your best life. So what, you know, I'd be like, so just walking across the street and you do that, just like stop mid step. Yeah. Pose so for the camera. <laughs> So a little bit, but you're kind of like getting people in action and in motion too. So mm-hmm. you're trying to capture them while modeling, quote unquote, but being as natural as they can. I got you. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a different way to shoot. Uh, Do you have like a a go to a go to move where you're like, this is a money shot every time? I know. Uh, I know. If I ask them to do this, walk across the street and look at the stop sign, it's going to work every time. Or yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, I would say it's just it kind of goes on uh, the individual. Mm. Like some people, you'll shoot and you'll be like, "Man, just dead on each time." Like they look really 
it looked really good. This last shoot that I went on, it was a mother and daughter one. And, um, you know, it was their best looks, I think, were looking away, but at kind of like a certain angle, like maybe a 45 degree angle. I don't know. I'm not good at geometry, <laughs> but like they were, they had this uh, slight angle. And each time I shot one of those photos, I was like, oh, that's money. Or mm -hmm. like, you know, the little head tilt with the eyes and stuff like that. Like you just kind of, any, any person has kind of their own, like. My wife unique. calls it her good side. Yeah. It's my good side. Yeah. Capture the good side. Mm -hmm. And so it was fun with them is I could have them uh, walking and I was just at that moment taking shots. You know, so it was more like a you're in natural motion hanging out with each other. Click, click, click. Hey, walk towards me 15, 20 feet. Okay, stop. You know, and each time I, I saw a certain uh certain shot, I just, you know, went. Now sometimes the walking shots can stink because you can, you know, take way too many photos. Mm -hmm. Rather overshoot than undershoot. Absolutely. But um so, so yeah. before we get too far off topic and down a whole nother subject, right? What, what, what was some of the things you did to prepare before you went out there? Because I, I know being with you, I know what they are, but I mean, just for the audience, like, what were, what were the things that we did before we met them the day, or you met them that day? Yeah. So you know, the first thing is asking uh, how many different looks that they want to have. And how many wardrobe changes? Mm. So that kind of helps and determine what uh, the client's looking for. I knew that they were looking at three to four different uh, looks. One was with a cap and gown. So we found the location that we decided to use on the square for the city that we're in. And on the square, uh, it says the city in the background, and it, it looks like an institution. So I was, I knew like, okay, that's, that's shot number one. Mm. Like, and, and one of the other things too, um, for a little tip is to make sure that you don't have to bring your camera out and just shoot some shots, but bring your cell phone. And then you kind of like know the locations like, okay, before I go in, like, I know I'm going to shoot here and I might compose it like this, but we'll see. Then determined from that i was like okay if they're gonna be in three different wardrobes or four whatever i do after that i look for about two extra locations so i'm, I'm looking for about five at about that moment maybe six if we're somewhere where they might not like mm -hmm. right i mean people they're gonna be trusting you but you know sometimes they're getting in a situation they're like i don't like that background yeah or you know what if it's like crowded full of people mm -hmm. or you know they're you should God forbid you show up and there's an event going on that day that you forgot to check into. Yeah. Um, I've had that happen where you, you like plan like, oh, yeah, we're going to be doing this. And then you show up and they got some kind of carnival parade set up going on. And you're like, well, mm -hmm. back to the drawing board. So right. I, that that's actually a good idea for everyone to take note on is, you know, have multiple sets that you can go to in case. You know, you don't you don't like the one you're at or there's something going on preventing you from doing it. You can just say, you know what? No problem. We're going to the next shot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one one thing, too, and you're really good at talking to me about this is make sure that you're um, 
aware of how light is and it's going to affect. So like, uh, remember the one spot, um, that we got with trees. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, trees can be very beautiful and then they can be also very like detrimental in a shot as well, Mm -hmm. because the light could hit someone in a certain area and then you can try to post edit it. You can try. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't, but you might, you know, in your viewfinder sometimes, uh, given your camera, everybody has a different model, that you might not be able to see some of that light. So you need to put the camera down. Okay, before I take this shot, how's the light affecting you? Am I going to get only half your body covered? Am I going to get full body covered? Is there a little spot that's going to come like right here on your mm. forehead that mm-hmm. you can't get rid of? Yep. You know, that was huge and also knowing that the light is going to change determined upon uh what time of day so like for a lifestyle shoot i like shooting in the mornings Mm -hmm. so one of the great things is when we went out and and how you helped was said okay well if you're out here in the morning the sun's probably going to face this way on this building yeah because we went out at what like four in the afternoon something like that like the the sun was on the completely opposite side of everything that we were going to be shooting yeah. and and sorry I mean to cut you off but yeah that that's a big difference and you were like oh I'm going to shoot in the morning I'm like well it's going to change everything that we're looking at now yeah definitely and you know for that we ended up shooting I think at like 7:30 a.m. or something like that I wanted to shoot a little earlier they got there a little later nothing's wrong with that happens whatever as long, you know, as you're prepared and everybody's out there having fun. So, you know, that was a that was a huge uh, thing is saying, OK, by the time I get there in the morning, this is how the light's going to be different. And this is going to change here and this is going to change there. Also, one more tip for if you're doing a lifestyle shoot in the morning is make sure that wherever you're shooting the businesses and things like that it's much easier to shoot if they're not open Mm -hmm. so if you want to get somebody out and about living their best life in the you know best habitat yeah it's great shoot them at like 7 a.m 8 a.m even good lights coming up good light uh if they're about that life 6 30 6 45 dependent upon where you are for the light we're just talking about being being here in our state but you know make sure that it's easier for you there especially if you have like anxiety or anything like that because people are going to be driving around people are going to be walking the street and you're going to have a camera and if you're new to this and you want to feel more comfortable go early or like like me i'm an introvert i don't I don't want to talk to anybody. I, mm-hmm. Like you see me out on the street with my camera, don't talk to me because I'm not very good at striking up conversations with strangers. And, and you know, being out in a crowd like that, holding a big camera, perhaps a softbox or maybe a, a diffusion panel um, right. that you can hold up over them, you're drawing a lot of attention to yourself. And mm-hmm. it never fails whenever we go out and shoot. Somebody's always like, hey, what kind of camera do you use? What, uh, wh- where did you get that? What, you know, how- Somebody yeah. always has some sort of question for you. So, yeah, it's a very good idea. Go early in the morning or, you know, at that golden hour at night and yeah. make sure the businesses are closed. That's that's a good tip. Oh, yeah. I, I have yet. I've had a few friends run into people that are like, oh, get out of here with a camera. I have yet to because I try to if uh, working with clients. I'm like, hey, we're going early or, you know, we're going 
uh, one of the roughest locations was a park and it was like, I think my first photo shoot. Yeah. It was a park. And we went like worst time of day with all these people. And I was trying to get these shots and I was like, this is bad. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, okay, that that's going to make me comfortable. One more uh, tip dependent upon who you have. Um, I I forgot where I learned it. I think no no I, I learned it. I watch uh Manny Ortiz sometimes on YouTube, and he looks like he shoots more lifestyle, but it's more models. Um, one of the things that uh he did, and I have a little Beats pill, which I figured out on lifestyle shoots too. Go on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Spotify or iTunes sponsors. But anyway, go on one of those and um get a nice little playlist. And I have a little carabiner, put it on there, mm-hmm. play a little music. Mm-hmm. It eases people and they relax just a little bit more because now there's like a song and there's another distraction. And then you can be like, hey, look over your left shoulder, look over your right shoulder, you know, move your arm this way, move your leg that way. And they're much more chill listening to, you know, whatever music that they like, pick, pick music that they like, as opposed to like, Hey, I'm just out here and it's silent and this mm-hmm. guy's just here and all I hear is click, yeah, click, click. that awkward quietness and you're like smile, click, click. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so outside of, you know, scouting the location and, you know, knowing what time of day, um, knowing the the different outfit changes that they want to have for you. Yeah. Would you recommend getting together a shot list? Yeah. What, what, how do you use, what do you use yeah. to get your shot list? Like, do you use Instagram for inspiration? Do you screenshot stuff? Tell us, tell us how you gather all that together. Yeah. A little bit of, a little bit of everything. So it kind of depends on uh, what people want. Um, some, some clients will give you like creative license. Mm-hmm. Like they don't care. Just do something. Uh, this last shoot was creative license. I just said, Hey, let's come out. Blah, blah. Do you have any particular thing? No, not really. It was like center a couple of uh, shots of where might be taking a photo. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that looks great. Blah blah blah, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, some people though, I, I would um, ask like uh, your clients, hey, send me a pose that you like, or send me, um, you know, possibly uh, a photo of like what kind of background you're thinking of, where you would like to be. Do you want train tracks around you? Do you want an urban setting? Do you mm-hmm. want a nature setting? Like what are, what is your style? And then that way you have a shot list and you're going through it, getting all the shots that you want with certain poses and things like that. And you say, you know, I'm going to deliver 10 edited images. I'm going to uh, per wardrobe uh, change. I'm going to, you know, uh, edit 12, 15, whatever but they've gotten a certain look that they want. And then that also frees you up from anything where somebody's like, Oh, I didn't like how that turned out. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but that's what you chose. And that's what I wanted to do for you because, you know, we're, we're looking at me putting my professional edits on your location at that moment. So that's, uh, that's also helpful and a very good question. You know, one thing, I want to talk to you about because locations aren't just lifestyle shoots. They're everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. They're, uh, in wedding photography, engagement photography, uh, you know, nature, all of that. How do you go? Because I, I know you've shot several different things. You've shot weddings, you've shot nature and stuff like that. How do you uh, go about 
your process in shooting both? Shooting both as in wedding in nature or like yeah, like each one individual. Well, just how would you how do you go about choosing um a wedding location? Like, you know, I might want to shoot someone here or there. Mm-hmm. And and your wife shoots as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do y'all kind of go over that process? Uh and then um, you know, you've done photos for couples and stuff like that too. Like I guess just not engagement photos or wedding photos, but just the whole process of that. And how, then how do we do our process? Uh when when me and my wife uh, go shooting whenever we've done weddings in the past what we like to do is to make sure and and sit down like have a have a coffee date with the the bride and groom okay and you know really kind of pick their brains like what kind of theme are y'all going for you know how did y'all meet right. um have you done engagement photos yet let us see those you know kind of get a feel of of what they like and what they're looking for sometimes they may not whenever they book a, a photographer they may not have the venue booked yet. They may not know what, what theme they're going for. They're just trying to get people booked. So, you know, that may be something that you commit to, you know, kind of blind going into like, yeah, okay, we'll do this. So it's best to sit down with them and really talk to them about what they're expecting, you know, what the venue looks like. And so we can, uh, we can kind of get a better idea of what, what they're looking for. So, some of the things that that we can prepare for is, you know, is two photographers going to be enough? Mm. You know, how big is this venue? How many people are coming? Do we need three photographers? Um, the most photographers we've taken has been four. Um, and luckily, we we had friends who were willing to help us out with that because when it came down to it, plans had changed. And they were like, oh, hey, by the way, it's going to be double the head count. And we changed wow. the venue. Yeah. So, you know, we were like, oh, my goodness. I mean, we only have two cameras and and... So we had to scramble and luckily we had some friends who were willing to help us out and, and we were able to to get what we needed to get the job done. Yeah. And, uh, I just think, thank goodness as before I had a drone cause I'd been droning it everywhere. <laughs> I have not had a chance to do a wedding with a drone yet, but I'm, I'm very excited to try it soon. Um, so, you know, once we, once we sit down and get a feel of kind of what they're looking for and it's getting closer to the wedding day. Now we want to, you know, maybe have another meeting with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's it's worth it with these weddings because, you know, you, you can stand to make up to thousands of dollars, you know, doing these photo shoots for them. So yeah. it's best to get get it done right. So what we'll like to do is, you know, have, have sit down and create a shot list. Yeah. Um, so the the bride's side, you know, you want a picture of this, this, these two people together. Um, standing out by the train tracks, whatever. And then the groom's side, we need a picture of them all doing a shot. We need a picture of, you know, him tying his tie, um, putting on his shoes, blah, blah, blah. You know, we need a picture of them walking down the aisle. You make sure and and bang out each photo that they're going to expect you to have. And the reason why is because if you don't have that shot list ahead of time, you're going to get into producing these pictures later and then, they're going to be like, well, where's, where's the picture of, uh, you know, aunt Sarah. Yeah. You'd be like, aunt Sarah, who's aunt Sarah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was, she was sitting third row back, you know, she's not with us anymore. And it'd have been nice to have a picture with her. Well, yeah. you didn't tell us like it wasn't on the shot list. Like we got, you know, uncle Bob, but we didn't get aunt Sarah. You yeah. know, you didn't tell us to get her. So it's good to have that. So that way, if anything comes up, you can kind of fall back in it. And it gives you some, um, some guidance during 
the wedding. So mm-hmm. if you're kind of, oh man, you know what, what what's coming up next? Oh, okay, the the eating of the cake is coming up next. So we need to start positioning ourselves to uh, get ready to take it on the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, so lo- locations with weddings obviously are a little bit out of your control. Um, now when it comes to engagement photos or out, out in the wilderness or whatever, when we go out into the wilderness, we just kind of, Hey, we're taking a vacation and let's, uh, let's get on all trails and see, you know, which hikes are the best and which have the prettiest views and, and what are somewhat easy because I'm not that athletic, you know, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going to go climbing a mountain for a sunset picture, but I, I, I do love a good hike and, and usually we'll just you know, hey, this seems to be a good hike right here. Let's let's take it and usually find pretty good shots while we're on the hikes. Mm-hmm. Um, engagement photos or or um, just couple photos, whatever. You, you kind of just tell them where you're going to take them. Okay. Um, what are you looking for? Here's here's what we're going to do. Yeah. And that's you know I think that's a uh, all those are very like pivotal points too because when you think about it. Uh, for the average or hobbyist uh, that's listening to this podcast right now, you know, people always wonder, like, why are wedding photographers and so expensive and this and, this and that? Well, majority of the time, it's you want someone that's going to charge you a certain amount because that level and uh, attention to detail is you need that. Mm-hmm. You know, if if there's a certain certain thing that you need to capture and you want to capture for your wedding. You need that because for me, uh, shooting lifestyle and, and some sports and other things, I can go back to somebody and I can say, Hey, that shoot was terrible. Mm-hmm. And do you mind coming out shooting again? We can, uh, rechange, you know, money and all these other things. You can't do that on a wedding. Mm-hmm. You don't get the second you know, another chance of the kiss. Like they're not going to come back and say, Hey, I'm going to get in my wedding dress and recreate this for you. Now you you can, you can like, you know, after the ceremony's done, you can be like, all right, I need to get the groomsmen together to do it. But, uh, you know, what Harrison's saying is that you're not going to recreate those once in a lifetime moments. You're not going to recreate him seeing her walk down the aisle for the first time in her wedding dress. You're not going to recreate, you know, them introducing Mr. And Mrs whoever right. you know for the first time and everybody's expressions like you you can't go back and recreate those moments and if you're not ready for it and you don't know what you're doing and you didn't pay for somebody mm-hmm. who who knew or had the equipment or anything like that like you're just kind of sol yeah um yeah and you know i mean that's that's a big thing and you know talking about it even more i mean what's just going on in my head is location 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 like just knowing ahead of time i'm gonna be here and shoot the shot and then have you know a license for creativity as well like oh i like how the light's reflecting off of this window that's uh, you know hitting the light mm-hmm. in this corner or whatever um having having that in saying okay this is what i like to shoot this is how i like to shoot these are the sports photos uh, for sports photographers where you like to shoot, mm-hmm. you know, these are the family portraits and styles that I like to shoot. And this is where I'm going to do it. And also I would say if you're going to get out of um, what you already like doing and going to something else, investigate heavily into the locations mm-hmm. because so for me, I haven't shot um, a lot of uh, 
nature or landscapes and things like that that you have, I'd probably contact you and say, hey, what's some things I need to know about landscape? And I know you'd probably say, hey, you know, you're going to need a tripod. For me as a lifestyle photographer, I don't really use a uh, tripod. My shutter speeds are really fast because Mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot of things handheld. Whereas if I was shooting, uh, um, what is it, a landscape, then I'm going to need a tripod. Because some of those shots I'm going to want to get with a lower or, shutter speed. Or a monopod. Or yeah. a monopod. Let's not just yeah. go down on the tripods. Yeah, or a monopod. So, you know, location, location, location. Yep. I think that's huge. Yeah, and I, I heard you talking about um, something else. When you were talking about the wedding and hiring a photographer, it, yeah. it, something triggered in the back of my mind of, you know, people don't understand how much you know, why they're paying so much for a photographer. I mean, it's right. just a camera. You're just taking a picture and then, you know, yeah. doing something. I think what, what people don't realize who aren't in the photography world is that you're going to spend so much time mm-hmm. post-editing, mm-hmm. Even, even the best photographer. I mean, when whenever I started doing weddings, I mean, it was just, you know, just, just a barrage of pictures. You just never stop. You just, you know, every time uh, yeah. because it was better to have a thousand pictures and and capture two two good ones than it was to take 200 pictures and be like oh well, i only caught you know maybe one right so you know even you you guys who are wanting to start out in wedding photography and stuff like you're going to be taking a lot of pictures mm-hmm. and it's gonna take a lot of time like you're going to spend a lot of time sorting yeah. through them and editing and and you've already promised so many pictures to these couples so mm-hmm. they're going to expect you know 200 pictures of the whole entire thing yeah. or whatever you promise them. And so, you know, you, it's going to take some time. So don't yeah. be afraid to charge what you're worth. And, and people who, who are hiring a photographer, like calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like well, it's, yeah. it's the more money you pay. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, like you're getting what yeah. you're paying for. So if you pay a hundred dollars for somebody to come shoot your wedding, you're probably going to get a hundred dollar photographer with a wind up yeah. camera. Oh yeah. So, Well, and, you know, that too is, um, and that comes down to, and we could talk about this later, but, um, you know, with workflows and things like that, we'll we'll make that into an episode later. Um, It, the days and time and what you have to spend, especially beginning, like, I think I spent like two or three days straight editing like 20 photos my first uh, shoot. And there, it, it, the little nuances and stuff like that. So, uh, my point to that is, um, you're also paying for uh, the skills mm-hmm. that the photographer has as well. You're not just paying for the compositions that they can make and all these other things. Like shooting is so easy. Like it's it's when you know the art of shooting, it's easy because all you got to do is go like this. You sit me down in front of a computer. And now I've got to retouch and and do all these things and yeah. take this out and put this in. It's a, it's a whole different ball game. So you're paying for a photographer slash editor at the same time, and that's um, something that I think is lost, especially now that we're in the smartphone world. Mm-hmm. Is everyone takes a picture with their cell phone and they're like, "Oh, you know, this is good. This is good enough." Yeah, and you know admittedly so as a photographer yeah cell phones are good they can be good in certain certain uh, arenas mm-hmm. they can nothing's wrong with a cell phone but 
you know, when you're using $1,000 lens or a $1,000 camera body, it's not even close. Like, you know, you start pixel peeping or like, you know, you just zoom in just a little bit. And what you'll see is with cell phones and technology of that nature, there's certain things that you can't retouch. It's just you've got to take the image as it is. You might be overexposed. You might be this. You might be that. You just Mm got to take it as it is. Yep. So photographers are expensive for a reason. There's, and you know, the time, if you ever want to know, is it worth it or not? And to be, to be a photographer? No, no, no. To, to, to have a photographer. Oh, yes. Um, Do an event and don't have a photographer and shoot your heart out, like shoot three, four, 500 photos and then try to edit them down. See what you can come up with and how long it takes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If it's your own event, I mean, it's worth it's worth having somebody step in. Yeah. Okay. Question of the week, guys. What is your process whenever you're getting ready for a photo shoot? How do you prepare before you go meet with the client? It, whether it be a wedding, travel, uh, engagement, lifestyle photography, what what do you do? And also, did you get anything out of this video whenever uh, you, you listened to it on the podcast or watched it on YouTube? Um, please, please share with us in the comments. Uh, let us know what you think about it, what your process is. Uh, share any tips and tricks, guys. Let's see what, the, see what anybody else can come up with. What are we missing here? Yeah. Uh, for anyone listening on, on the podcast... Please make sure you you like this, rate us, and uh, leave us a comment. It really does help with uh, with our ratings. Um, and on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell. That way you can get the updates uh, weekly as we put them out. I think these are going to start coming out every Wednesday. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, uh, until next time, we appreciate y'all listening. Harrison, yeah. you got anything? Uh, make sure, um, you know, you share your tips and tricks. This is a creative space. We want everyone to add in everything we want to learn as well um then uh one way to reach us is through our uh, new email which is it is our new email is contact be podcast at gmail.com yeah and uh your instagram my instagram you can uh uh Holler at me at my Instagram at Ben dot Bailey. That is B A I L E Y dot 85. Yeah. And mine is E D dot content. E A D D Y dot content. All right. All right. I think well, that'll do it. Yeah. Until next time. All right.